Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's going on? It's another edition of Sal Sports Live. Thanks for coming aboard, however you're watching, whether it's on my Twitter feed, at Sal Sports, on my YouTube channel, which is Coach Sal C. I still haven't figured out how to change that, but we're just going to keep it that way, I guess. Or my Facebook page, which is also Sal Sports. Welcome in, everybody. It is a Bills and Raiders preview, and it's week number four, and the Bills come into the game 3-0, and and the Raiders, they come into the game 2-1. and Should be really interesting because we know that uh, the Bills have played really well so far, and the Raiders, you know, they played last week against the New England Patriots and kind of held with them for about a half after that. Patriots pretty much took over, so it should be an interesting ball game. Either way, and it's out in Las Vegas. I know a lot of Bills Mafia is headed out to Vegas. I know a lot of people really wanted to go out to Vegas. I for sure wanted to go out to Vegas. Just not in the cards this year because of what's happened due to COVID. Obviously, as you know, we're doing the broadcast on the radio, on the Bills Radio Network from the home radio booth here at Bills Stadium in Orchard Park with myself and John Murphy and Steve Tasker. But that's okay. That's what we're doing. All right. So, and and look at that's the way it's going to be for the rest of the year. And we're just going to you know, obviously have to still bring you the broadcast as best as we can. And you're still going to be able to watch it on TV or listen to us. And hopefully you do that. And the bills are still going to go out to wherever they have to go. And in this case, it's going to be Las Vegas. I feel for bills fans, not being able to go to all these games, but I still know that a lot of bills fans are going to go out to Vegas just to enjoy. So if you are out on the strip on Saturday night, enjoy it. And thanks a lot. And, uh, you know, have one for me, I guess. All right. So let's talk a little bit about this game, but also set up the show for you tonight. I have Daryl Johnson. Coming out, Daryl is, of course, a defensive end for the Buffalo Bills. He's going to join me just a little while. Daryl's got some really cool stuff that we could talk about. Um, he had an interesting story last year. I interviewed him to talk about how he took his jersey from his first ever sack that he had in the NFL, the game that he had in Tennessee last year, right around this time in October. And he took it to one of his his position coach at North Carolina A&T, and he gave it to him. That was a really cool thing for him to do. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm going to have a little fun with him as well. Daryl and I actually have the same birthday. I'm a lot older than him, in case you didn't know that. Um, but we have the same birthday, April 4th. And so I'll have a little fun birthday trivia with Daryl as well when he joins me. He's also got the same name as a former, a famous former athlete from the area who you see on TV a lot, which is Daryl Johnson. So we'll ask him about that and both their nicknames too. One is Moose and one is Bam. So Daryl will join me. We'll talk about the Raiders and we'll kind of get into that and his story a little bit. But a lot of this is going to be at the, about the Raiders tonight between me and you, I want to talk about the history of these two teams because they do have a really, really interesting history. The Bills and Raiders have actually overall, if you go back to their very first meeting back in 1960, 
They've played each other 41 times, and that includes the playoffs. They've had some memorable playoff games, but they've really had memorable games overall, whether that's playoffs, regular season. They've had a lot of memorable memorable games. A lot of people, if you're watching this, you've probably watched, you know, and you you were a part of in the stands or in some way, you know, watching these Raiders games with the Bills. And 41 times, the Raiders actually have a 21 to 20 lead all time overall against the Buffalo Bills. So this would be kind of kind of to even it up, I guess you'd say, right? Um, this would maybe be a way to get to 21-21. We'll see if that happens, and hopefully that does work out. Um, the best games, though, the best game, maybe one of the greatest games in Bill's history. To me, it was the best game of Bill's history. 51 to 3 over the Raiders in the AFC Championship game in 1990. A lot of you probably remember that one. Maybe you were there. I was there. I was actually a senior in high school. And it was the greatest, most memorable moment for me growing up a Bills fan and going to games. And the reason is it was the first Super Bowl. The Bills, we knew at halftime they were going for the first time ever. Here's this team that for the two years before that, 88, they go to the AFC Championship game. 89, they go to the divisional round. They were building this up to 90. They had Jim Kelly. They had Thurman Thomas. They had Andre Reid. They get James Lofton in 89. I think it was 89 when he came aboard. And maybe it was 90 actually that first year. But either way, they wind up going to the Super Bowl. But before that, the game before that, they're winning 41-3 to at halftime of the AFC title game. 41-3. to And it was a party through the whole second half of the same stadium they're playing in now, which was then obviously it was called Rich Stadium. A party. Everybody knew it. We were chanting. Thank you, Bills. Thank you, Bills. People were chanting, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. And thank you, Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. It was an absolutely tremendous atmosphere. It was pretty incredible um, how all of that happened. Again, that was back in 1990. It was January of 1991. So some interesting memories in the last few years. The Bills did play the Raiders just a couple of years ago, and they did win. You remember Matt Milano had the pick six in that game. But these two teams have a really interesting history. Uh, we're going to welcome in now. Daryl Johnson, who's going to be on. I hope I can get Daryl. It looks like there he is. What's up, man? Good to see you. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. No problems hooking up, right? You're all good. The link was good. Oh, Everything's oh, good for oh, you. Oh yeah, everything was fine. All right, good. Um, how how you doing after uh, after three weeks? Just normal bumps and bruises, getting through the season. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. Feeling great. Uh, you know, just ready to get after it on Sunday. All right, well, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, I want to get into the Raiders, but I want to save that for the end, and we'll kind of we'll kind of do it at the end. Let's have some fun first okay. because you and I, you and I, we've uh, we've talked about this before. We share a birthday. Now I'm a lot older than you. All right, I'm a lot older than you, but we we're both born on April 4th. All right, and I was born way back in 1973. You were born in 1997. Yes, All right, I, I I looked it up, Daryl. Do you know of any other celebrities that have birthdays on April 4th besides me and you? I'm going to count us both as celebrities here, if you don't mind. But do you know, do you know uh, any other uh, celebrities? Because I have a list in front of me. I don't. I don't. Okay, ready? I want you to know, you tell me, this is going to show how the difference between our ages maybe. Do you know who Robert Downey Jr. is? Oh, my God. Some of our viewers. He's a famous actor. That's okay. you know who David Blaine is? Mm -hmm. He's the he's the ma magician. David Blaine, he does the street magician. He, he wrote on below. Oh, okay. Um, do you know, <laughs> you, know I, I, you don't know who Craig T. Nelson is then either, do you? Nah, I don't. Craig T. Nelson played um, a guy – it was a really cool TV series called Coach, and he was mm. coach and coach. You'd like it. It's a football series. You know who Maya Angelou is, though, right? The right the author, the writer, Maya Angelou. Yeah, I, I I know a little bit of about, okay. about Michael. And then and Heath Ledger, he played he played um 
Joker. Remember Heath Ledger when he passed away? He was the Joker in a couple uh, well, I know the Joker. I don't Okay, good, good, good. So here's the thing, though. Now, you might know these people because I don't. And I'm going to ask you. And the reason why I'm asking you is these people are listed as having famous celebrity birthdays on April 4th. But they're considered TikTok stars and pop stars. Are you on TikTok? Uh, I have an account, but I don't get on it that much. Okay. Uh, Andreas Lopez, Lauren Kettering, uh, Halia Beamer. Do you know any of these people, Daryl? Because I certainly do not. No, sir. <laughs> okay, good. So that means you're spending time away from TikTok and, and watching film, which you should do. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about you and your life. Um, we talked last year about you getting your first sack against Tennessee, and then your coach, uh, your position coach, Coach Cord, sent you a text, and then you gave him a special gift. Can you tell our listeners and our viewers about that and what you did? Oh, yeah. It was, it was a great moment uh, to to be able to give that man a, a jersey, man. He, he, he uh, pushed me to be great. And, you know, he's real passionate about the game. So it felt good to just go back after that bye week. And, like, I remember it like it was yesterday, just to hand him that jersey. Uh, he was so happy, man. And I just felt good, man. Yeah, you gave him your, your game-worn jersey. Did you wash it or did you just give him with all the grass stains and everything? Uh, did I wash Oh, I did wash it. I did wash it. My mom washed it, as a matter of fact. See, I would have said, just give it to him with the stains on it. He'll be like, yeah, yeah there's he, nothing. He, it might he, smell he, after a while in his house if you do that, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. He told me not to wash it, but I did wash it. I, I still ended up washing it. But it had it had some um stains and, and you know some war some war stains on there. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, why did he mean so much to you? He's like he was like a a, a second father figure. You know, on and off the field, he, he he wanted the best for me. So we we had those conversations. You know, uh, not all always about football. You know, so it was personal conversation and things like that. So he just was like a second father figure, you know, and I and I appreciate him for that. Yeah, and you went to a school that doesn't produce a lot of pro players, North Carolina A&T, but you actually played. Did you play with Tariq Cohen? Because he went there as well. Oh, yeah, I played with Tariq for about two years. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me a little bit about your school and, you know, going there, just about the school itself. Oh, man, it's great. Uh, just when I, when I first went to that school, I fell in love with it. Uh, you know, everybody just took you in and, you know, uh, the, 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 the program there is awesome. So, you know, I fell in love with it. Um, uh, the band, I got, I, I got, you can't talk about ENT without talking that about drum line, right? Drum line, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The drum line movie. So, uh, yeah, the band and stuff like that. It's just, I fell in love with the whole thing. I'm a, I'm, I'm a drummer. Do you play any instruments? I'm a drummer. Uh, no, sir. I, I never played any instruments. Well, you got to play an instrument, man. You know, you got to, you <laughs> You got you got to learn. That's a, that's a new hobby. To I pick. always I always wanted to uh, be a drummer. I wanted to drum in church and all that. I always, yeah. you know, but I never took it. Well, what's funny is Daryl that um. So I had a drum set. I lived in Florida, and before I moved back to Buffalo, where I'm from here originally, um, I had a drum set, and I couldn't bring it with me, which is I it was too small. So I sold it to a church. That's what I did. I okay. sold my drum set to a church because really? they wanted one. And I have a six year old son. He has his own little drum set now, so he's learned okay. how to play it well. Well, you so, did the right thing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. There you go. I want to talk to you about your nickname. Bam, how'd you get it? Uh, Flintstones. Uh, my dad gave it to me. And <laughs> bam, he said it, uh, that I reminded him of uh, the baby off the Flintstones. I was the big, strong baby, clumsy. Uh, like So I got that name, and I took it, and I ran with it. That's pretty cool. Now, you have, you have the same name, Daryl Johnson. I'm sure you know. As another former NFL player from this area who is now a broadcaster, Daryl Johnson, uh, he went to Luport High School. He's on Fox, but he went to Syracuse. He played for the Dallas Cowboys. He won Super Bowls. You know Daryl Johnson? Did you, did I, you know that? Yeah, I think I've, uh, I think I've scrolled uh, 
you know, on Twitter and stuff, and I saw yeah. his name before. Uh, but yeah, I, I I got a little something. I know a little something about him. <laughs> yeah, and he, by the way, his nickname is Moose. So you got Moose Johnson. Oh yeah, I, I people been calling me that before. That's why. You. So yes, when sir. when people say Daryl Johnson, if you're in Buffalo, sometimes people think of the other Daryl Johnson, even though he didn't play for the Bills, yeah. he's from this area and people probably think you're Moose, but you're really not Moose. You're Bam. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I, they call me that all the time. <laughs> well, now you know why. Now you know why. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, tell me about um, your mom a little bit. I heard that you, you did something special for her as well recently. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. I bought my mom a car. Um, That's awesome. Felt so amazing. Every time I talk about it, it just give me the chills, you know, Where, where's your mom? Where's mom. she at? Uh, she's in Savannah. I mean, well, she she stays in Savannah, but right now she's up here with me, helping me oh. move in and stuff like that. So, trying to get all that situated. You know, I don't know how to decorate and all that. I leave that up to her. <laughs> you know what's funny is, um, people think you know all oh, these professional football players, these big strong athletes. You know, they 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 don't need mama. No, no, we all need mama. I'm 47. I need uh, mama. Yes, yes, sir. You know, she she cooks and stuff like that. So I appreciate it every time she comes. So more than welcome. <laughs> what was that experience like? Did you just walk into the dealership and go like, give me a car, I'll beat you up because you're so big? Or, you know, how did that work? Uh, no, I didn't walk into the dealership. <laughs> I just kind of, uh, we, we woke up. It was actually, I, I want to say it was on my birthday. I bought her because my mom's birthday is two days after mine. Hers is April 6th. All right. That's cool. Yeah. So I think on April 4th on my birthday, we went out and I uh, just was riding. And then, you know, I told her, let's go get a car. And. She, she was so happy about it. So we went to go get that car. It was great. Um, That's amazing. That's awesome. It, it took a while, though. She wanted it. She, you know, she was just trying to figure it out. But we we ended up picking one. <laughs> how how tough is it um, for mom, obviously, to not be able to go to games, even though she's up here? She she can't really go to the home games. Oh, yeah. She, she's she's sad about that. They, uh, they actually made the Miami trip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, you so. Yeah, they was able to. My mom and dad was able to see me play then, but uh, yeah, they sad about it. My dad just, he's like, man, I can't even. There's no reason for me to take off work, so he just keep on working. Um, what's, your, what's your dad like? Uh, Georgia Ports Authority. What, oh, that's awesome. What is he? What's he like? Tell me a little bit about him. Uh, like as far as. I don't know, just the kind of person he is. I I, I read oh. that he really pushed you when you were a kid a little bit too. You know, to, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. He's, better he's, getting up in the morning, making sure you're doing your work. Yeah, he's a great great role model, man. I look up to my dad. Uh, he's not only my father. He growing up, but he's he was my coach. So yeah. we always had that that type of chemistry. Um, he always pushed me. Up. He wants the best for me, and you know he he. Uh, he just pushed me to be great. Uh, nothing came. He let me know that nothing came easy in life, that you had to go get it on your own. And, you know, that mean work, work, work. And that's what I do. That's what I believe in is just my work ethic and stuff like and, that. And, and that's why you're still here in Buffalo, you know, after, you know, coming out of NCANT, like I said, not, not a place that a lot of guys do. But what was what did you learn through your first year or so in the NFL? What did you learn about life in football, the business side or the season? Or oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, being in the NFL, man, is great. Um, I learned a lot as far as like being a, in the NFL. Um, like that transition from college to the pro. Like you go to you go to practice, you go to you play football in college, yeah. Do it, but now it's just now you're in the league. It's it's a business, so it's a, it's your job. So 
you got to go out every day and, you know, work and, mm-hmm. and, and try to perfect your craft every day because somebody else is working. You guys in college, they're, they're working too as well. So you just got to continue to work and, and get better every day. You know, the Bills go out, they spend a uh, their, their second-round pick, their first overall pick on, on A.J., who's obviously the same position. And I heard a player say years ago, like, hey, there's a draft every year. They're always going to be drafting yeah. guys in position. So you, you just have to embrace it, accept it, and push each other. What's it like in that room? Because you got you two, the young guys. Yes, sir. Obviously, you still have Mike and you still have the guys, Brian. You know, they're on the practice yeah. squad. But you got 27 years of experience between Mario and Jerry and Trent in front of you. What's that dynamic like between you guys? It's, it's awesome. It's awesome um, to be able to come to work with with some some vets like that, man. They, that that's willing to do whatever it takes to to teach you whatever you need to know. You know what I'm saying? So I try to take advantage of that and, and get underneath Mario and Jerry and Trent under those under those guys and try to soak everything in, learn everything that they know, and you know just try to take advantage of. So are you a Lakers fan? I read that uh, if you could do anything, if you could be a professional athlete other than football and the media guy that says you'd play for the Lakers. Are you a Lakers fan? Yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. But to be honest, I haven't even been even watching basketball or nothing like that. I've just been focusing on, you know, the, That's good. the, the job See, and trying to get the job done. <laughs> you'll never go wrong with an answer like that in the media. You'll never go wrong with an answer like that. You know yes, that, right? Sir. People will love that. Um, I am. I grew up a Lakers fan, but that was because of Magic Johnson and Kareem and Showtime. I mean, that's a long time ago. Um, I watched. They dominated last night, though, man. There's no way that he can come back, right? I mean, yes, sir. With the I mean, you know, LeBron been there. Uh, yeah. a lot of times, so he know he know what it takes. And then I read your favorite app is Wordscapes. It says, and I'll play, I'll be honest. My wife also plays Wordscapes. What? Why do you like Wordscapes? Mama. Yeah, she she likes them. So every time I see a player, she might say, uh, "Bam, help me with this." I help her, I, and then I take over her phone and just start playing it myself, and then I just <laughs> fall in love with it. And it's it's good. It it's good for this. It's mental exercises too. Oh yes, sir. It's definitely good for that. You know, you know? get your mind off of stuff and just have some fun on the work. You know? All right. So if I took your iPod or iPhone or whatever you use for your music, and I hit shuffle right now, what would be the most likely? band or artist to come up if i just hit shuffle on whatever music you use what's the most likely to come up i would have to say my little brother too hard who is it my i have a little brother too r too hard too hard yes, okay is, it, is, it, is that rap is that it's what is, rap yeah he raps so wow that's really my cool brother. so i, all right, we'll that's who check I listen that out. to all the time <laughs> We will have to check that out. Too hard. All right, I'm going to write yes, that sir. down. Too hard. Let's go uh, make sure. All right, let's talk about the Raiders a little before I let you go. What do you see on film from these guys? Uh, they're a good team, you know, fast, explosive, you know, and um, like Coach say, you know, we can't worry about them. We just got to do what we do, you know, and that's play Bills football. Uh, fundamentals, uh, kicking game, and protect the football. So that's what we got to do. <laughs> And uh, we got, I'm going to show you one, uh, I'm going to pop one up on the screen here. This is Amy says, this dude's hungry to win. I love it. That's pretty cool. Um, just tell me about your competitiveness. Have you always been a really competitive, competitive guy? And uh, where would that come from? Yes, sir. I've always been competitive. I it's just, I always, it's in me. Uh, my dad always pushed me. I, I got cousins and, and, you know, uncles and things like that, that, that always pushed me. So I just, I just always had that competitive spirit. <laughs> hey, well, listen, uh, we're, we're happy to have you in Buffalo. I appreciate it. And, um, 
as your birthday buddy. I appreciate you coming on the show. Appreciate today. you. This Thank was really you. fun. Yeah, no problem. Hey, I know we don't get to see each other in the locker room anymore because of yes, what's sir. going on, but I look forward to the day that we can finally do that again, Daryl. What? Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you. All right. That is Daryl Johnson. He is a defensive end for the Buffalo Bills. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah, we can't see each other in the locker room anymore. We're not allowed to do that. Um, you know, because of all the protocols and things like that, we basically go out to practice. You know, we watch what's going on and then we leave. And if we want to do any interviews, you know, we got to basically either do it like this, but Bill's PR has been great that they helped me set this up with Daryl tonight, but they've been awesome. If we need an interview, we just do that. It's not like the old days last year, <laughs> we just walk in the locker room after practice and talk to people. Let's talk about the Raiders, Bill's Raiders. They have an interesting history. Like I said, when uh, I went through the 51 to three game before that was to me, the greatest game in Bill's history, 51 to three in 1990 to get to the AFC championship game. Bills were up 41 to three. The Bills also played the Raiders in another playoff game. Not, not long after that, uh, the Bills in 1994 beat the Raiders 29 to 23. And it was a, it was a very close game. It was a very cold day. Now the 51 to three game was a little bit cold. It was kind of a wet snowy day. If I remember like a little wet, but in 19, it was, January 15th, 1994, the 1993 season. Let's see if I have the actual, I'm going to pull up the, the game here and see if I can see the weather. Um, game info. Here we go. Weather was wind chill of negative 14, zero degrees and a wind chill of negative 14. I don't know how many of you were out there for that game, but this was a, a really interesting game. The Raiders had a, a kick that slipped off the, uh, it slipped off the tee and Steve Tasker took it. I think he either went back for a touchdown or close to it. It was just insane back and forth. Looked like the Bills were going to lose. This was in the playoffs. They wound up winning and they wound up actually, you know, still being able to beat the Raiders in a, in a pretty tough playoff game, which they had just a few years earlier, 51 to three. That was their last Super Bowl year, though, is what I was trying to say. 90, 91, 92, 93. That was their fourth Super Bowl year and they wound up winning again and they wound up going back to, I think it was the AFC Championship game, you know, that particular season. So, They've had an interesting history. Then you go back, there's been some Monday night games that they played. In fact, let me just see. I think they played, let's see, there's a couple of Thursdays in here. There's a couple of Monday night games in the 70s. I wasn't around watching them. I was very young. I could have. The Bills won one 21 to 20 against the Raiders in 1974 on a Monday night. And then they lost 34 to 13. Um, you also remember they had a regular season game in LA, in the Coliseum. Scott Norwood missed a pair of field goals and an extra point. The Bills still wound up winning that game in overtime. And we'll see. We'll see if, um, you know, what's going to happen in this game. But a lot of different things have happened over the years while they play. All right. So I'm just looking at, you know, what you guys are saying in the chat box here and, you know, what's going on. So thanks a lot for joining me, whether you're on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, doesn't matter. We're trying to do this every Thursday night. Before I get on to more Raider stuff, I want to talk about this game a little bit. And I want to get into the Thursday night game before we go tonight because we have a 0-6 combined Thursday night game between the Broncos and the Jets. So I am part of the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Once again, this year, that's why I'm wearing this pink. And if you would be so kind, you can go to my Twitter page and look at my pinned tweet. You could see that if you want, I could do a cameo for you, which I basically means that you pay $50 and I'll say kind of whatever you want. Wish happy birthday to somebody, uh, just a good luck, give you a pep talk to you or to somebody you know, somebody you love, whatever. I can do that. And all those, all the money, the entire 50 bucks is going to go towards my Real Men Wear Pink campaign to the American Cancer Society. Also, on top of that, uh, 
Obviously, I have a link to just donate if you'd like to do that. And I'd really appreciate that. My goal is $2,500. Cancer has impacted my life, my family's life personally. Currently, my mother-in-law is in stage four right now. I have an aunt who has passed away from breast cancer. So, you know, anything we can do to help fight this deadly disease would be great. You could check it out on my Facebook page. There's a link. You could check it out on my Twitter feed. There's a link. Uh, you could you have a picture of me with a mask on and this, the real men wear pink mask, go to that link, donate if you can, no donations too small, trying to get $2,500 by the end of October. It's pretty competitive with all the other guys that are in the real men wear pink. So I'd appreciate it if you could do that. Once again, that's real men wear pink and I'll do the cameo for you as well. That's $50. You could contribute more as a tip if you want, but for 50 bucks, all of it goes towards my real men wear pink campaign. This game for the bills against the Raiders, this is a game in which I think the Bills can get into the 30s again. I watched the Raiders a lot on film the last couple of days, and they have a leaky defense. They give up plays, mostly because I think they're out of position sometimes. They overrun plays. They overpursue. They're very aggressive, and they miss a lot of tackles. And I think that plays right into what the Bills can do. I think Devin Singletary could have a big day if they want to you know, really try to pound it with him and uh, use some misdirection with him. But at the same time, why do that when you have a quarterback who's just named AFC Offensive Player of the Month in Josh Allen, who is second in the entire league in yards passing, who's just slinging it around the yard? The Bills, with their receiving core, I think can take advantage of a lot of things on the Raiders on the defensive side of the ball, but again, should just continue to attack that way until a team gives them reason not to attack. On the other side, there is a little bit of concern here, and that is that the Raiders have a very big and physical offensive line. And we all know that that gave the Bills trouble last week against the Rams. That's what they did. The Rams had a big physical offensive line. They kind of you know, took it to the Bills a little bit. The Bills didn't have their linebackers stay clean. We saw Tremaine Edmonds struggle. Uh, I think partly that was due through fighting through the injury. I think it's also because he wasn't kept clean like a lot of times he normally is. And the Bills are going to have to do a better job of stopping this Raiders running attack that they'll come right at him. Now, Derek Carr, Derek Carr is efficient. 74% completion percentage on the year, six touchdowns, no interceptions. But the one thing they are missing is, and by the way, it still says Daryl Johnson on there. I'll get out. And I'm not, I'm Sal Capaccio. There you go. And the one thing they're missing though is the big play. It hasn't happened. They've only have one pass play the entire season over 34 yards. They, they are not driving the ball downfield. I think the bills have an opportunity here to just kind of make them work, make them work, make them work. But the Raiders, make no mistake, are going to try to run the ball against the Bills. What is also playing in the Bills' hands is the Raiders are without two of their top wide receivers, two starters, both rookies, Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards. It looks like neither of them are going to play, and that means I think the Bills can really kind of concentrate more on that run and keep them one-dimensional. So if if that is what happens, I think the Bills have a really good shot here. I think the Bills can get back into the 30s. I expect the Bills to go 4-0 and after this game and setting up a game next week against the Titans. And obviously, you know, with all the situation going on with the COVID uh, situation in Tennessee, we don't know what's going to happen from there. But it looks like, as of now, that game is going to be played next Sunday at Tennessee. Uh, Bills Raiders at 425 this week. Don't forget that, 425 on Sunday. How about tonight? We got a Thursday night football game. We got Broncos. We got Jets. 0-3, 0-3. My gosh. I don't think there's anybody you have to root for in this game, but I guess if you want to, I guess you should root for, um, well, even that wouldn't even make sense. I'd say root for the Broncos because, you know, the, the Jets are in the Bills division, or I'd say root for the Jets because you already beat them once, but it doesn't matter. Both these teams are not very good. I whiffed on the Broncos, but I'll say they've had a lot of injuries. I thought the Broncos were going to be a playoff team this year. I thought they'd get that seventh and final wild card, the new extra wild card spot. That's not going to happen. They had Von Miller then got hurt. Cortland Sutton's hurt. We know they're starting Brett Rippon now tonight. I don't know what to expect. I know the line is gone to the Jets 
uh, it's a pick them actually. The Jets were getting points. Now it's a pick them, and it's 41 and a half. I'm going to take the Jets tonight. I think the Jets win. I think Darnold comes to life a little bit. It's under the lights. Um, I know that you know fans won't be there, but at least it's under the lights. It's prime time. I think they'll play a little bit better. Not expecting a lot from the Jets, believe me, but I think that the Jets do wind up winning this game. Wouldn't be surprised if it went either way. I'd take the under, though. Don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. As far as survivor picks for the week and death pool picks, I think it's a pretty easy week this week. There's one game, and I'm taking the LA Rams for my survivor pick this week. They're playing the Giants. Rams are at home against the Giants. They're going to crush them. The Giants will be my death pool pick, too, because I haven't picked them to lose a game. So that's where I'm going with that. All right, Thursday Night Football coming your way. Uh, that's why we try to do this every Thursday night and get you out of here. I know it's not a great game, but it is a game for you to to watch. Uh, Joey's asked me a question. He says, let me put it, bring this up. Uh, Joey's cleaning lady. There you go, Joey's. How can they not flex Thursday games? Uh, it's just basically it's in the uh, it's in the contract. You can't do that, Joey's. It's just, just the way it works, man. They pay for the Thursday night games. You can't flex them. You can't be telling teams all of a sudden they got to play on a Thursday after a Sunday, but I don't know who knows anymore with COVID and what they're going to want to do and can do, can't do. All right. Thanks a lot to everybody who came by. If you're listening uh, on the podcast, I appreciate it as well. Because remember, all of this is always available on my podcast at Sell Sports and Stuff. You can find that on Apple iTunes, WGR550.com, wherever it is. You don't have to come to the live show. I appreciate it. I love when you come to the live show. I want you to. That's on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook. But I'm also going to make sure that this is on the Sell Sports and Stuff podcast as a preview episode for the Bills and Raiders on Sunday. Thanks to Daryl Johnson for joining me tonight. Thank all of you for coming aboard and watching, listening, South Sports and stuff as well. And we'll talk to you again next Thursday night on another edition of South Sports Live. Enjoy the game on Sunday, Bills Raiders, 425 p.m. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.